Welcome back to Be Careful What You Stand For. This is volume two. Uh, again, I want to make this very brief because there's not really a lot to talk about. It's just about observations. And, you know, a lot of people need to understand that, especially this time and age, you do have to be careful about what is it that you project and the type of energy you put out in the world because by a split second, and I mean really by a split second, like a gigahertz of a second or whatever, a megasecond, millisecond, or this, that, and a third, your whole entire joint can be exposed. And then you could be called all these different names and be labeled as something and blase, blase, blah. So I, I, I want to relate this to expand my point about the social media. Again, I'm very cognizant about what is it that I'm talking about. But I feel in my own head, especially with a lot of things that I want to offer to you guys besides my podcast, if it doesn't end up working out, then it's just not meant to be. But I know that deep inside, what is it that I talk about? What is it that I do is for a specific purpose? OK, because I got things to share. I got things to talk about. I got things to give to you guys as a gift off of my talents. Right. So. This whole thing about social media, I want to I want to touch on this real quickly uh, or make this a, this episode about this, because this is the time and age where children are involved. Uh, you know, parents are involved. Grandparents are involved. Uh, you know, you can go down a list of how many people's involved. It's it's really interesting what social media can do. And it's especially if I didn't mention on my podcast before. I remember someone looking at a Facebook post that I did all the way back in 2014. And this was around in 2017, 2018. Um, this person was speaking to me and I was just like, wow, people really be digging and try, trying to find something I said. And what? Like, that's weird. Like, how, how, how you got time on your hands like that? So I think about things. I think the, the main issues that might trigger people on social media this day and age is about issues related to being so-called black or the LGBTQ or immigration or anybody who speaks on Trump, whether you're pro-Trump or anti-Trump, right? So let's say, for instance, you have a brand. Let's say that you're an artist, right? Because artist is usually a dead giveaway to how you act and how you conduct yourself and this, that, and the third. So you're you're an artist. You're an artist. You make music. Let's just say you sing. So you sing, right? So you sing songs and blah, 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 and this, that, and the third. You had a Facebook account, but you don't use it anymore. You use Twitter and you use Instagram now. You know the possibility of somebody finding out something. And let's just say, for instance, all the way back in like maybe 2012 or 2011, you said something, right? You, you called somebody the F word or you said, I can't stand these F words, right? Like, you know, and you fully are aware now that because of that point you make in 2011 or 2012, they're going to use that against you in 2020. So I say all that to say, I mean, if you want to delete your account because, you know, you said some inflammatory stuff, by all means. I mean, it is what it is, but it's just so crazy how the social media ages and that when people have a differences of opinion, automatically you're going to be labeled as something. I see it all the time, especially in the so-called black community, really quickly, 
when someone goes against the grain and they'll say something like they don't believe in Black Lives Matter or uh, black people need to stop complaining all the time and blase, blase, blah, they get called a coon. And, 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 and um, you know, let me do a breakdown of what a coon is. I think the coon, when people say coon, it's, it's usually related to trying to say so-called, a so-called black person who doesn't think on the same paradigm as the average so-called black person who isn't afraid to talk against so-called black people. And we've seen this recently with the lady who um, painted over, the, 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 the woman that painted over the Black Lives Matter murals found on Fifth Avenue near Trump Towers, uh, the one in Brooklyn and also the one in Harlem. I've told you guys incessantly on this podcast, I do not support Black Lives Matter. This is also about my brand because I understand that I might land in hot water for what I say, but I don't care because I, I, I'm all about speaking the truth and I understand that sacrifices have to be made if it is to find out that people find this podcast out and they heard me say that I don't support Black Lives Matter. So, okay, I'm going to get into that point in a second. So the reason I tell people I don't support Black Lives Matter because on their website, they haven't said anything about so-called black men. Our issues is never on there. Uh, Everything else on their mission statement, it says it. You can check on their website. So as a so-called black man, what, what do I look like participating in a march and a protest, and they don't even care about me until I'm dead by a so-called white cop. I don't like that. So for more information, check out the website to see where I'm coming from. But, but this is the main reason why I don't like it. And it's all about destroying the patriarchal system, quote unquote. And it's that and the third, which to me seems as if it's a lot of feministic energy. And that's just another quote for another day, but I'm, I'm not going to get into that. So, you know, they had the, the so-called black woman. I don't know her name, but she's a Christian and with her friend. Right. And uh, they did. They they dropped black, black paint. Over the murals. And with uh, what, what that happened over murals, she was called a coon. She was called a sellout, a coon and this, that, a third. They called Terry Crews a coon. They called Kanye West a coon. So let me explain something for a second. Allegedly. The origins of where the word coon comes from is to relate to, yes, the animal, the raccoon, which they say that the characteristics of a raccoon is very slither, very sneaky, uh, uh, does, thing in, does things in hidings, hiding and going away. So then they try to relate that to the so-called black person and to sit here and say that they're very sneaky, sly, and this, that, and the third. That's what they try to relate it, allegedly. This is what r- raccoon refers to when they say it. So also, you know, they have somebody like Terry Crews. They call him Uncle Tom. I've heard the term Uncle Tom a couple of times, and I've just been like, okay, let me slow up. Because we need a time to understand the origins of things, right? And when we, when we say things like Uncle Tom's so or we use words, right, we need to understand what we're talking about. So Uncle Tom, especially Uncle Tom came from the book Uncle Tom's Cabin, if I'm not mistaken. And it was talking about the so-called black slave that didn't want to whip a fellow slave, that they, they, they didn't want to do that to them because they believe in them. Allegedly, that's what it means. But if it does mean that, how could you call somebody Uncle Tom if you feel like they're betraying you? When Uncle Tom or the dude, whatever guy they was talking about in the book, was actually trying to spare a fellow slave's life 
than actually trying to hurt a fellow slave, right? So we go on and on and on and on and on and on and on, right? That that's the one of the things, and you know, you call that young lady a a a, a coon for this, but when she expresses what she expresses based upon that Black Lives Matter mural, um, all it was was about giving support to the issues that is in a so-called black community. So I don't understand how she brings that up. And, you know, because there's a majority of people who don't agree with the, the Black Lives Matter movement. And I find it a little weird. We're talking about Black Lives Matter, but you're finding about 80 to 90 percent of the participants at Black Lives Matter are so-called white people. And this is what I'd never understood, especially here in New York City with Black Lives Matter. Like, it's ironic because I've seen it today. And, um, you know, <laughs> and I've seen this brother talking about how many people in Senate are so-called black people? You know, I say so-called black people. But he was like, how many, how many of y'all know y'all politicians? How many of them are people of color? How many of them are black? And they're like, it's like not a lot of them raise their hands. She's like, I'm sick and tired of this. But <laughs> I just wanted to share this to y'all um, because how I feel about it is, is that so-called black people don't got no damn backbone. And they depend on other nations to do their bidding, to, to bitch and complain about things that could be fixed in their own community. And I started to really pick up on this, and I find it ironic this big brother is sitting up there talking all that ish over a microphone, and um, he's not willing to make change. You're just going to protest out in the streets, and that's it. I, I don't want to hear it. Um, also, I want to talk about, like, you know, you have so-called white people. Um, you know, so-called white people who get in trouble, the Karens that bump out the word nigger um, out their mouth. And, you know, us as people, so-called black people get offended by the word nigger and this, that, and the third. Yes, I'm using the word. This is a, a uncut, straight up show. So I'm going to use words that a lot of people might may be offended by. If you are offended by this, tune into the next episode. But I, I, I do this because I want to break down the word nigger. So when we're talking about nigger, the, the, the word itself represents just a description, right? They told you the story about how nigger was supposed to be a word that meant dumb, uh, uh, meant uneducated, not smart. The etymology of nigger comes from the Latin term nigre. You can look this on etym etymology.com, which means it's Latin for black. That's what it means. And for a side note, a lot of people don't understand a lot of these terms, a lot of these like characteristics, uh, you know, a lot of these words, all they meant was black, like Moors, more Moors meant black. And I had to have an argument with one of the brothers that tried to tell me Moors, da, 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 da. The etymology of Moors meant black, brother. That's what it meant. Moors just meant to say black is to describe people they came in contact with, just like Indian. It means Indios, Indigo, black, blue. You understand what I'm saying? There's a lot. And, you know, to the, a lot of people that see that that event that happened with them trying to remove the name of the Washington Redskins. Now, the Redskins, we can get into it, but I've heard allegedly that the Redskins or Redskin had to do with something like ruddy that 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 basically meant brown, like a reddish brown, like red and then like brown. So you have a lot of characteristics and colors that's related to red or brown together, such as maroon, in which, you know, uh, the brother had the same argument of talking about how the Seminole Indians were maroon. 
but maroon is a color which is a brownish reddish color mahogany burgundy you understand what i'm saying so a lot of these description that they give you especially about the redskins they 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 attribute it to the so-called indians but you know it's it's a bigger uh hole than that and especially something like washington which the original name from washington represented the washita tribe okay so I just want to put that out there for people who may not understand and may not know. But, you know, especially the N-word, which I just already mentioned. I don't feel like talking about it again. It, the, the root word of it is nigre, okay? And it just means to say black. How did it get in turn to be a derogatory term? I don't know. I don't remember. But I'm, I'm studying family, so please believe I'm studying this stuff for you guys. So... We get into more conversations, uh, you know, breaking down something like the LGBTQ. I think this episode I'm going to relate it to terms so I can, you know, better understand or better pitch this in a way you guys might like. Um, I also get into the whole thing about how we use words like, you know, a lot of the time with people who don't believe in Black Lives Matter because they feel like it steers towards the LGBTQ community. Uh, you know, they talk about things like pedophilia or talk about things like they don't, they're, they're not in support of gay people or transsexuals and this, that, and the third. So a lot of the terms that come out of people who akin to the LGBTQ rhetoric or are uh, supporters or are categorized as homosexual, transsexual, gender spectrum, whatever have you, usually they throw out the term misogyny or uh, 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 transphobia or homophobia and this, that, and the third. So I just want to break down phobia and for us to understand that we need to learn what we're saying before we say it. Like, stop using words that you don't understand the meaning for. You understand what I'm saying? Like, we, we really need to do that. So, I mean, obviously we could take it to homophobia. Homo means one, right? Homo means one. It only means uno, homo, right? You have homogeneous, I don't know. You have a lot of things that consist of homo. So you have homosexual, which means that someone who is homo is attracted to the single sex. They're only attracted to the same sex as them, right? I think sex and gender is the same thing. I don't like to hear people say, oh, well, sex is different from gender because it's roles in this, that, and the third. Shout out to that uh, debate between... <laughs> Candace Owens and look, uh, Lamont Hill. <laughs> that joke was funny. Um, but getting back to my point, and then you have trans, which means transition or trans from one to another. So you have transportation. Transportation means that it's a use of a vehicle or a means to travel from one place to another, right? Uh, also with that, you have transvestite. I think that's pretty clear if you understand what that means. Um, transition. And I don't mean transition in a medical sense that you would relate that to transsexuals, right? Transition. When you go from one place to another. Like you can transition from dimensions. You can be in one dimension and transition to another. So that's the breakdown real quick. And then we talk about phobia. Phobia is a strong dislike or fear. Now, I kind of want to just get into a little bit about this thing about phobia when we say things, right? 
when we're talking about phobia or you you talk about someone who doesn't really like transsexuals right transphobia i don't think it's the the idea that someone is scared or someone feels very uncomfortable if they see a transsexual out in the streets and they know that that person is a transsexual i don't think that's what it is now you got a lot of people who may akin to the bible and say that's an abomination you have a lot of people who may say that it's just not right and i'm not going to play semantics which someone like candace owens did say that they don't want to play semantics about you know trying to pretend and blah 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 and this that and the third everybody has their opinion at the end of the day but this whole thing about phobia right phobia a strong dislike a a, a a fear you know you got a lot of you got a agoraphobia you have uh i don't know you you have uh <laughs> you have a lot of phobias you have fears and dogs fears and uh flying fears and taking a train fear of heights all these different things are a phobia so when we're talking about transphobia or homophobia, I think what you guys are trying to do, if I can make this very clear to you guys, and, and it's, I don't, I'm leaving my opinion out of this. What you guys are trying to do, I see, is that you're relating a dislike that somebody may have or someone doesn't agree with someone being a homosexual or being a transsexual as a fear when Someone can walk out on the street who is a heterosexual and they can see a transsexual person and just be like, oh, that's a that's a quote unquote man or quote unquote woman. But if that transsexual homosexual is to hear that, then you would equate to them that they're being homophobic or they're being transphobic or when they speak on issues, especially about. Uh, NBA player's son that is now being uh, uh, prescribed to be a transsexual or this, that, and the third, or say that they are not comfortable in their gender. Um, you relate to people who's against that, who doesn't think that 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 type of lifestyle is healthy for the child as a transphobia. And for the background, we need to do research on where that idea of transphobia comes from and where does homophobia come from. Now, the research I did, family, and, and I'm not again, you can go further in this. I don't want to spear out I, uh, information. And to be honest, I did a quick search on it just to understand what's the origin of homophobia and transphobia. So as far as I'm concerned, it came from a German and quote me if I'm wrong. It came from a German professor back in the 1960s, I believe 1968, and they made a speech or they could tense the, the, the um, tension in the room with a couple of guests that might have felt like uncomfortable about this, the, the conversation about homosexuality or transsexuality and this, that, and the third. So the German professor came up with the term homophobia or transphobia. Again, like, look, listen, I did a quick search on this, so I'm sorry I'm a little rusty on this, but this is the results I found out from this. So this is a term that's been up since the 1960s, but it wasn't really used too much until I think I would say into the late 2000s, like 2009, 2010. So, you know, I, I blamed it on Tumblr. I thought, yo, Tumblr is responsible for this. So 
you know, we, we, we get into these conversations about this. We, you know, we talk about um, also what we talked about anti-Semitic uh, because of the Nick Cannon situation. Um, I heard Semitic is not even what it means. It's, it's geared to when they talk about the Jewish community, that's not even what it means. So there's a lot of stuff that goes into stuff on social media, especially when we use words. You have to be very careful when we use these words and actually understand what's the meaning of words before we sit here and say stuff out our mouths about things we don't know what we're talking about. And um, with social media, you know, being a, a public figure or being the person that puts yourself out there, whether you do music, podcasting, painting, uh, uh, you know, commenter, YouTuber, all these different things. It's now that you have to be very careful about the things you say because you're going to be attacked by Black Lives Matter or these different things. Even situations where people feel like things are racist. Uh, uh, something that happened in 2017 that I was watching this video the other day. Shouts to say, uh, COJ for this. Um, the video that was made about a dude complaining about going to the bathroom and not being able and feeling like there were some racist policies in a in a coffee chain because they didn't allow them to go to the bathroom and of course that was taken out of that was taken out of context I I believe and that that the Black Lives Matter really got on it and a lot of these companies feel like they have to do something in order to chow down this whole entire bullying tactic or to be in a corner by these organizations or these people who are liberal so it kind of seems like it's a liberal world if you don't agree with somebody's opinions, if you go against the grain. But I say that to say, people, stand your ground. I mean, if you're going to be racist, be proud to be a racist. If you're going to be a person that really doesn't agree with a particular movement or this, that, and the third, stand your ground. But if you have a brand to protect, just definitely understand that there are precautions you should take to protect your name and protect your brand. So that being said, peace.